So beautiful. Oh, <laughs> that's part of the recording. I love that. <laughs> we are the Rogue Suspects are in the house today. This is Cami Davis with Art on the Airwaves on KSKQ 89.5 FM. I'm going to read a word from our sponsors and then we're going to talk to the Rogue Suspects. I'm so excited. Uh, this is Art on the Airwaves with Cami Davis and our format's going to be a little different today. Usually I, I have it really structured and certain questions and stuff, but I'm so excited because when the Rogue Suspects agreed to come on, I just wanted to hear them talk about their music and just find out more from them because they are Southern Oregon favorite band. So welcome to the show, you guys. That's probably Shay. Oh, oh, and Shay, the, the lead singer, is on her way here, and, and she's calling right now. <laughs> so hey, we'll, Shay, we're on the air. Yeah, they're on the air. Uh, we're you want to say hello to everybody? 
Okay, say hello. <laughs> Can you guys hear that? That's adorable. <laughs> Little tiny Shea voice. <laughs> well, currently in the studio, we have Greg Frederick, we have Don Harris, and we have Dirk Price. Did I? Yes. I'm pointing to the wrong ones, but you guys can't see that on the radio. We're all good. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, well, thank you so much for having us. That's very cool. Um, um, uh, we've been looking forward to actually coming down here. We've, we've not been here as the suspects before. Oh, you haven't? No, no. Uh, what were you been here? here on individual things, other projects. You may have. Yeah. yeah. I know I've been here with the Siskiyou Violins. And, um, oh, because you guys all have different groups and stuff too, right? Well, there's a lot of, well, the, the Southern Oregon music family is, is quite um, incestuous. Oh. <laughs> Shh, well, I won't tell. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, she's not going to be here. Oh, we might miss Shay today. Shay, if you're listening, you will be on another time because I've been dying to have you in the studio and hearing your voice singing. So we'll have her another time. But, um, yeah, continue telling there's, us. There's a lot of, um, a lot of musicians in, in this area play with different incarnations of, of their bands. So Suspects um, uh, has, we've had probably, I, I imagine, no exaggeration, 30 members who have kind of come and oh really and, uh, uh, and sub or, or, or honorary suspects yeah honorary fact, suspects well, in fact, uh, <laughs> like uh, Jeff Pibar who was singing on that last song yeah um, uh, was um, uh, our um, was um, was with us only for a short time but he also right now he's on tour with Bette Midler oh uh, so he used to come and he um, when he was not on tour with the big groups he would, he'd be playing with the suspects he okay. played with us for about seven or eight years yeah oh really and, uh, and about 50% of our gigs for mm-hmm. uh, for a few years a few of those years which was really incredible yeah to have this because this guy is when he's not on tour with Bette Midler, he's on tour with Ricky Lee Jones, or he was Ray Charles' guitar player for years. Oh, my years, God. And uh, Joe Cocker. And, the wealth of know, talent. Uh, oh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash for like 15 years yeah. with, between the... Wow. Now, you guys have been the Rogue Suspects for 18 years with all the comings well, and goings. I think it's a little and... shorter than that. I think yeah, it's, I think it's a 16, seven. I think, seven. This might be the 17th yeah. year. That's, okay. That's, a long, track. Track. That's, that's <laughs> a long time. We've lost track. That's a long time still. Yeah, she is coming. Oh, good. Okay. Shay is coming. Yay. Oh, yay. Shay is going um, to be here. <laughs> in, 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 I'm going to turn the ringer off. Yeah, I'm going to turn that off now. Um, there's, there's been um, uh, a few incarnations of the Suspects, uh-huh. and Dirk and I played together for about a year and a half before the suspects, I think. Yeah, we were called the Blues Hawks. Yeah. The Blues Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With Tom Stamper. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Dave uh, Swan. Dave Swan. Uh, uh, and Brian yeah. Longley, I think. So, what are the continuous threads between you guys? You, Greg, you were one of the original members. Yeah, Dirk and I are the original Do, members. You and Dirk yeah. are the original members, and then you have these comings and goings of of other amazing artists. Well, it's pretty been settled for the last five years five or so. Years, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Um, um, and that's how long Shay's been with you. Shay, yeah. Shay joined us about six years ago, I think, and uh-huh. and then Don five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and and. David Bolin, our drummer, was maybe a year or two before she Yeah, was, I so think so. Every, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been pretty stable so far. Um, if that's for me, just tell him I'm on the air. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never know. 
what to do when the phone rings because it's like, I, I'm sorry people call back. If you're listening at the same time, just call back during a song. <laughs> and otherwise, just ignore the ringing because I don't know what to do with it. Um, so I, I could answer. Tell, I know. what Rogue suspects are on the line. <laughs> Hello, rogue suspects. <laughs> Making a donation. <laughs> That's it. Get some, get some money out of them for that's, us. That's and right. <laughs> it'll be all good. Um, tell us about your music. So people, some of the people listening, because I do this as a podcast as well as on YouTube, which I'm filming you guys, so the video is going to be on later on YouTube. Um, so some of the people, not everyone knows of you. Everyone in the Rogue Valley knows of you guys. But if they're out of the area listening, let's talk about your music for, for people that aren't as familiar with you. Well, uh, how would you describe it, Dirk? Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's spontaneous music. It's uh, we don't know what we're going to do uh, in most situations when we take the stage. We don't have a set list. Oh, really? Uh, and we try not to play anything the same way exactly twice. Is that hard as musician? Like, like say the the lead singer. Is it? I, I'm not a musical artist. I it don't is. know. It's, is that hard? Really, you really have to learn to roll with it, and uh, it's been wonderful watching Shay uh, learn that because she was an opera singer. Oh, really? So you don't you don't improvise. Oh opera, no! You know? <laughs> it's, and uh, and she you know she started singing with us uh, as soon as she was. I mean, it was her twenty first birthday. Uh, she, she seemed came. really young. Like I was almost like, are you out of high school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she seemed really. So she did. She started singing with you guys when she was twenty one. Right. Well, she came into a, a club we were playing, um, and uh, uh, she was celebrating her birthday and had a bunch of friends. And she came up and asked us if she could sing with us. And, and you know, we, we like to have people join us and have uh-huh. fun. And here's this cute, bubbly <laughs> young woman, and, yeah. and she said she could sing. And so Dirk and I said, yeah, well, how bad could this be? Yeah. No. <laughs> you weren't expecting much, right? Well, I mean, it, <laughs> well yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, it was, it was wonderful. She, I said, well, all right, sweetie, what would you like to to sing, and she said, I want to do Aretha Franklin. I said, are you sure about that? Because she's, she's small, tiny. And she's tiny, and yeah. she has a, a kind of a very uh, sweet, kind of uh, a very high-pitched voice. Yeah. It, it, you don't expect that Aretha Franklin is going to come out of that. This, yeah, this, this <laughs> that vehicle. Yeah, so I said, well, okay. And we kicked into, um, I think, Chain of Fools, yeah. I think is what it was. And she uh, she knocked the wall down. Oh, my God. And, uh, uh, and the place just went Crazy. crazy. And we just said, You're in the band. You're in the band. <laughs> Whether you want to be or not. Guess what? <laughs> we want you. And she was she was with a few other groups here before that. Uh, flat five something yeah. um, and yeah, flat five string quartet, something like something. that. Yeah. Yeah. And and some others and and um, um, and going into the suspects, I'm sure was a uh, a, a bit of a shock for her, you know. A little different than what she was used to. Well, we're well. Some of us are old enough to be her grandfather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he points at me, <laughs> my elder. <laughs> we're gonna be really elderly tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry about the volume for those of you listening on the radio. I'm realizing I'm supposed to not be enjoying the conversation so much I'm not controlling the volume, but uh, it's kind of hard with a few microphones and a bunch of people talking at different levels. But so if we blew your eardrums out, my apologies, but it is so worth it for the rogue suspects. Um, You know, I was reading a little bit about the bios of each of your people, and um, is it Mary that's on percussion? She kind of ended up joining your group the same way, where she said, oh, can I sit in with my tambourine? So tell us the story of that. Mary, Mary. 
Carrie's been with us actually quite a while too. She's yeah. since uh, Roscoe days, so that's that's. Um, I think she's pre-shay as well. So, so it's kind of yeah, yeah it's all pre-shay yeah, and after-shay. Right. I love it. And <laughs> I love it. And, uh, um, Mary was very sweet. She she uh, she was a, a fan of the band, and and like I said, we've we've always been very inclusive to other musicians in the valley. Yeah. And um and in fact, we're doing a concert at um, um, Rock, uh, Grizzly Peak. I mm-hmm. think it's in September. Uh, we're we're inviting all the old suspects and honorary suspects <gasps> to come back and be suspects again for a night. Oh, how fun! And, uh, now that would be one to go see. Uh, and this is Dee Fretwell's for her uh, roots. Oh, great! Um, great. Another, um, another benefit. Yeah, another benefit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys just finished one that was really successful, right? For Nepal. Yes, that was very successful. We raised well. The uh, current numbers are about twelve thousand uh, oh, that awesome. was raised, and 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 it was amazing because it was very organic. Mm-hmm. It happened over, I think, five days. We decided, Alice DiMaselli and I uh, put our heads together and said, let's do this. And, and in five days, we put together what was a great show, cold. But, uh, <laughs> you can uh, never uh, tell <laughs> around here. Well, the days before and days after were fabulous. Well, in the middle of the day, it switches, yeah. too. I, I never know what to wear anymore. But, uh, uh, it was it was great. And, and once again, it's that, that great uh, Southern Oregon music family all came yeah. out. You know, the Fret Drifters were there. Colonel Mustard was there. Alice, of course, was there. Um, uh, just wonderful, wonderful musicians, wonderful people. And, and uh, Frankie Hernandez. Frankie Hernandez, yeah. Oh, I've heard and, them. And, uh, I like them. Uh, so it was great, you know, the, to have all of these these wonderful musicians. And, and for these types of benefits, um, and, and in fact, the one we're going to be working on together, mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. has a lot of those same groups. Yeah. Um, yeah, I recognize those names. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, when they come out, you know, the people the people will come. Yeah. And then all of the groups are, like they said, they, we kind of were able to play together, which is great fun, too. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. love that you, you work with the other bands and stuff because you guys are kind of, I'm sure, what mo- a lot of the local musicians and stuff look up to, and I love that you're inclusive and and, and stuff with them. And you guys have another um, a friend. Thank you, Kathy and Con Damus, for sending this to me, um, which is Defend the Win. Yes, that's a Sunday night. At the, that's the, a Sunday. Yeah, uh, at the Armory. At the, yeah, Historic Ashland Armory, 7 to 11.30 p.m., yeah, and there's there's some wonderful bands on there too. I, I, mean, I can't remember all of them. Let's see, to make sure we're we sharing have, the yeah. flyer well, from there. Kathy. Yes, Thank Frankie you, Kathy. Hernandez and the uh, Old Soul Parade, uh, Blades of Grass Quartet, uh, Michelle McAfee, who I love, uh, uh, the Alder Boys, Suspects, and um, it should be just a, a great night. And this is to it's to benefit. It's the non-GMO thing. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm completely saying that. Let's see what this says. Um, it is. It says last year Jackson County voters passed a ballot measure to end the growing of genetically engineered crops. Uh, now large chemical corporations are backing a lawsuit against our county. Oh, I didn't even know that. Join us as we raise funds to defend the win and create a GMO-free crop sanctuary. Yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. And so this helps pay for that. Oh, very yeah, this cool. Is, uh, I mean, it's just it's just astonishing that a, a large corporation can sue the voters because is that's what this is. What's happening? Seriously? Yeah. We decided that yeah, that's that horrible. They uh, can't raise GMO crops here yeah. in our county, uh, and so they're going to sue us. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm really glad you guys are doing that benefit. Good for you. Um, do you guys, are you guys ready to play a, a live song? Or do you want, are we well, waiting till Shay we, gets here? Why don't we wait for Shay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk some more. What do you guys want people to know about you? Like, what do you not get a chance on regular interviews, radio? Because I know you guys do this quite a bit. What do you not get a chance to talk about? Um, well, you know, a, a lot of the interviews focus, in, and they're usually like newspaper articles and mm-hmm. those types of things, which we love, by the way. And, and Although we can't hear your voices in those. No, that's probably better. <laughs> no. <laughs> usually, usually comes out sounding like a comedy routine. Um, uh, but, you know, um, a lot of times they focus on our past, and mm-hmm. um, a few of us are over 30 now. And, 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 hey, I just turned 50 on Monday, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> I have joined birthday. that group. <laughs> and, and we all have history of, of playing with some wonderful musicians and great musicians yeah. over our time, and, and some great tours. Don, Don is our, our resident rock star. <laughs> um, he played with um, um, Lydia Pence in Cold Blood, uh, with uh, Ronnie Hawkins, who's God. You know, Ronnie Hawkins was a uh, uh, inspiration to all of us. Where the band came from. Yeah. That's where the band of the, the band. last waltz. Oh. In, and, uh, up on Cripple Creek. Who else, Don? Everybody. Pat, oh, Travers. Pat, Travers, Pat Travers, yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's enough. That's enough. Wow. Anyway. So, yeah, a lot, lot of names. A lot of important names. Things, and, yeah. and then, then we get to back up a lot of, of great people, too. We were Bo Diddley's backup band for, uh, for a handful of shows. And, um, uh, and we worked with Brandon Fields, Craig Chiquiso. Lots of different people over there, so they usually kind of focus on that because mm-hmm. it's an easy thing to do. They go, "A list of they've played with." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But rarely do they talk about the music. You know? I want to hear about the music. Yeah. Well, that's what Dirk was kind of saying. It, it yeah, is. It's. It, it, it's nice to get to uh, talk about that, especially like I said, the spontaneous aspect of it, and the, and it, it is tough. You ask if, it, if it's hard to do. It is because uh, you've got to be able to roll with what's happening. Yeah. And uh, especially in use, like vocals is is a place where people typically want to hear the melody phrased the same way every time. Oh, mm-hmm. well, in, in gospel music, you don't do it that way. Yeah, and we don't play gospel music per se, but I'm really inspired by that. So I try to rephrase my vocal uh, lines, you know spontaneously as they're as they're going down and what i've noticed shay doing more and more is she's going okay i know what to do with that and then she'll do something that i've never heard before and it'll be great and then everybody is is listening we're all we're all playing off of that then yeah so that's that's what's i love about this band is everybody in the band is a master musician um Especially Shay. I mean, and that's that's rare too. Vocalists typically aren't uh, studied musicians. Mm-hmm. They aren't people that work at being a musician. Uh, they often work at being a star or whatever, or they just mm-hmm. sing and they sound exactly the same their entire lives. Yeah. You know? And uh, Shay's not like that. She's a real musician with her voice. She's grown a lot over yeah. the last few years. Yeah. Absolutely. She and I think I read she has like there. education and stuff to start with. Where where did San Francisco Conservatory of Music? Yeah. So she started out with a foundation in the background, and then 
well, is also mom, growing uh, with you guys. Holly Foster, who's a wonderful teacher and, and uh, music teacher here in the valley, and oh, and, that's and cool. She's a choir director. Choir director. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, uh, she says that Shay, uh, the first thing that came out of her mouth was Shay singing. Really, so. Oh. So you know, the, uh, she was she was taught from an early age, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, which is which is great, and um, uh, you know. Music in the schools, yay! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Music and arts and, and culture in the schools yeah. helps but, us all. <laughs> you know, so you know, so she's you know she she knows why she's singing the notes. You know, it's a uh, it's interesting. It, it, uh, listening to her sing is is much like um, listening to a very um, sophisticated saxophone. You know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, she uses it as an instrument. Her intonation is is near perfect. You know, it's um, singers. You know. Um, most of us who play in rock um, are uh, play bar bands. You know, we've, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's mostly weekend warrior types. You know, which is great. It's fabulous. Not yeah, yeah. saying anything bad about that. But but you know, the when this group came together, I, I don't think that there's anybody in this group that that hasn't been playing music continuously for. Uh, I'm I'm 45 years now. I've been playing. I think I celebrated my 50th year of professional playing. Wow. And so continue a playing. Yeah. You know, so it gets beyond that that weekend warrior thing. Mm -hmm. And and for the most part, most of us derive our living, uh, as meager as sometimes it is, Mm -hmm. uh, from, uh, and it's sustained from uh, playing and things peripherally around music. Yeah, yeah I, you mentioned that, and I found that really fascinating. And actually, before we go on to that, I wanted to say something was when I saw you guys at, I think it was Valley View Winery, and there was one song that you guys were doing, and even to um, someone uneducated in music and, and, and stuff, I, by the way, I always paint to music. I love music. I just don't know that much about it. I just know what I like, and I love you guys. Um, and anyway, it was a song, there was one song, that, and you could tell it was a spur of the moment thing because she was going in different directions and Everyone, I think that's what makes that so powerful that you guys can do that because you suck the audience in. I mean, it was everyone was you know screaming and clapping afterwards. Like you could see the audience reacting. To me, that's art. I love that. Mm. Well, it's it's fun because we um, we we like to we like to call ourselves the band that parties with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you bring the party. We party with you. <laughs> that's how that works. But you know, and, and over the years, we've developed a wonderful. Um, uh, our audience is family. We mm-hmm. I can look out into an audience, and I know when they were married, when they were divorced. <laughs> you know, we go to the the births and the and the, oh. and the funerals. You know, so it's oh. so we we know we know an awful lot about our audience. Yeah, you know, and and they become very close family to us yeah let's talk a little bit about what you guys do to support yourselves um and and it's so interesting and inspiring that it is with your music Uh, that's something that we talk about quite a bit on our on the airways with my guests is um as an artist what are your you know challenges in a business how do you support yourself with your creativity and stuff like that so can we like go around and have each of you just kind of talk about how do you pay the how have you paid the bills being a a music artist and maybe some tips that you can pass along to other artists and entrepreneurs who are listening Oh, is that is that? See, I always well. I'll take a rich wife or rich rich husband. I don't even care. Just someone to support me would be awesome. Um, but anyway, well, you know, supporting the music habit uh, in in an area like this, which is not a large base economic base to work with, uh, you have to wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. And so when I started 
uh, writing records, I also started writing uh, or designing covers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I do graphics work. That oh, you do! The graphics stuff came out, came web design and video programming and, and uh, editing and all these little things, mastering, engineering, and sound, sound engineering. All these things contribute to and are peripheral to the fact that I compose music. Mm-hmm. And um, so you can, you know, you can learn how to do that stuff yourself and understand it, or you can go throw a lot of money at a lot of other people to do that design work for you. And mm-hmm. I just, it was economically not usually the case that I could do that. So I just learned yeah. all these things myself. Yeah. And it's very gratifying. Uh, I, I love that process of learning new stuff. That's so cool. And do you still do that type of, of work? Do you have a website? That, that I, we should no. send people to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my website went up in 1994, and, and I haven't worked on it really since 2000. But I've got lots of other websites up for other people. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and for my own. and this is Don Harris that we're talking yes. to right now. Okay, because I know people on the radio can't can't uh, see your face. So that was Don Harris and um, Dirk Price. Let's get some info from you on that. Uh, I have uh, a music education business in addition to uh, in addition to playing a lot and and I have uh, I also work with um, Brett Levick who's the who's the leader of uh, left which is a band that Greg and Don also play in okay what, left uh, yes <laughs> for some reason I haven't heard of that one I like it it's, it's, it's a great band a fantastic band and Brett is an unbelievable songwriter. I mm-hmm. think he's the uh, greatest songwriter I've ever worked with, and I've been working with him for over 25 years now. Oh, wow. uh, we met in L.A. at the music school that I now own because it's become a, uh, it's become a home study school, but at the time it was uh, the best professional music school in the world. In wow. And, uh, and anyway, I was in Brett's band, and mm-hmm. uh, We've continued to work, and now he lives a couple of miles down the road from me. Oh, really? <laughs> Here in the Rogue Valley. And uh, so you know, he writes, he actually makes his living writing music and oh. producing it for television and film and radio, and it's being used all over the world. And, oh, wow. Um, I think maybe all of us have collaborated with him. Uh, and so we have music out there making money right now, you know, not much. But <laughs> 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 yeah, so, and, and Don uh, is very humble. He didn't mention, but he has uh, some solo keyboard albums out there that have uh, at times made a living for him. Yeah, oh I goodness. had uh, three top ten Billboard New Age records. <laughs> and you didn't mention it. <laughs> Good thing you've got your buddy here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. He's your promoter. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. So my my uh, school is called the School Without Walls. It's the Dick Grove School oh. Without Walls. Um, I think, in my humble opinion. Uh, Dick Grove was the greatest music educator of the last century wow. for contemporary music, contemporary mm-hmm. tonal music. And um, I am carrying on his legacy with the materials that he created uh, right towards the end of the last century. And uh, the, that stuff is all on video and text and uh, that kind of a DVD and now. And uh, I ship that stuff all over the world and I have... 
thousands of students all over the world that are studying Dick Groves materials. That's so inspiring, them. though, that, that, that you're you know teaching the younger generations and stuff. Or I don't know if it's just for the younger, but any generation. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe. Actually, most of the School Without Walls students are older uh, oh, okay. because it takes a lot of self-discipline to you know, get up and, and take these home study materials. Yeah, be self-directed. Yeah, nobody's going to give you a, an F at the yeah. end of the week. You, just, you have to do it yourself. And I have a couple of <clears throat> local, young local students that are just fantastic musicians. And it's That's just amazing. a blast to, to work with them. I love that. Now, do you have websites uh, that you would like to mention? Dickgrove.com okay. is, the, is the music education website. So, so if people are interested in learning through that, they actually can go to dickgrove.com and find out more about yes. the school. And that's so that's really cool for musicians who are listening or musician wannabes who are listening. Um, and then how about you, Greg? Oh, I, hmm. <laughs> Where to start? I don't know what I do. Um, um, I often say that, too. <laughs> well, I've been a musician all my life, uh, but, you know, um, uh, musicians don't always make great livings, or if they do, it's right. they're increments. And yeah. so, um, uh, for me, I needed to find something that would help supplement my income for uh, so I could play music. Uh-huh. So... Um, Early on in my late 20s, early 30s, I went into um, uh, film and television uh, as a producer. Oh, okay. And so um, uh, I've been producing um, probably the last 10 years or so. Uh, well, actually, more than that. It was the last 15, 20 years. I've been producing uh, documentaries for PBS. Oh, wow. And, um, and before that, I worked for all of the networks as a stringer, and I had a, um, I had a television production company, um, I was an overachiever when I was here. uh, I'm uh, not surprised, Greg. (laughs) I owned a a television production company, a recording studio, and uh, and still was playing over 100 shows a year living in Monterey, California. Oh, wow. And so um, with that, I've kind of slowed that down these days. And I, I still do some film work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that world has kind of changed with uh, with technology. So um, uh, a lot of what I used to do that would be million dollar budgets, uh, people do in their kitchen table with a, a Mac and a. Oh and right, an yeah. I guess things have changed. It's changed yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, it put me out of business. Oh, oops. So these days, you know, actually, probably for the last ten years or so, I've been concentrating on music playing music for a living, mm-hmm. um, producing events. I produce a lot of nonprofit events mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, working with a lot of other musicians. I help book other bands as well as ours. Um, so we do, we do a, lot of, um, a lot of cooperative things. So yeah. my, my days, I, I spend every day probably as, as much time as, as a 40-hour job. Yeah. 40-hour week job um, promoting and doing things with music. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I think any type of entrepreneurs, at least this is what I'm finding, you spend 40 plus plus yeah, plus yes, hours because there's you have to do all the different you know things behind the scenes well, and the promoting and the everything. Yeah, and creative people have another night. Yeah. Oh. And so guess what, you guys? <laughs> Shay's here. Hi. Hey, Shay. So good to be here. Tell us, I want, we, most of you want to hear you sing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I want to turn the video to Hi. you. She's so everybody <laughs> so they they told us a little bit about you and you and, and i was reading about you i've got to admit online a little bit mm-hmm. um you have a 
San Francisco Conservatory or something? What was mm-hmm. your background? Tell us a little bit about you, our listeners, um, and then we'll get well, to Well, my songs. mom was a voice teacher, so I grew up singing a lot, and I was in choirs all through um, school. And then after high school, I went to San Francisco, and I went to the Conservatory of Music there for um, vocal degree mm-hmm. and opera, mostly opera, but I did a little <laughs> bit of musical theater. Um, and then I came back here actually to be a part of the Shakespeare Festival in one of their first musicals oh. that they did, Music Man. Okay. So that brought me back here. And yeah. then, you know, I love it here, so I just I had to stay. And I met um, the Rogue Suspects shortly after that. And, you know, I... At your 21st <laughs> birthday is what I heard That's or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah. You were 21. That's right. yeah. You know what I just found interesting is little things hit me is that for everybody else in the studio, I always end up turning their mics down compared to mine because yeah. my, my voice projects. And here this little tiny thing walks in the studio. <laughs> and I actually, or I mean, I end up turning theirs up and mine down because my voice is so loud. Uh-huh. Your voice is as loud as mine. Is yeah. that the opera singer in you? Probably. I she's, don't know. You guys, she's teeny tiny. She's got a voice. Okay. So, well, can we get right into a song? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Okay, are you guys going to be playing too? What are, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's. Okay. I want to hear Shay's voice. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you guys are great too. <laughs> I could. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. Let's do an acapella by yeah. you first. Okay. Let's see. What should I do? Um, I heard you guys roll with it. So yeah. <laughs> That's how, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> At last, my love has come along, my lonely days are over, and life is like a one of those artistic moments where I just like tear up because oh. when, when there's like true art around it you just it's that just moved me so much emotionally oh, my god your you voice know. is so beautiful <laughs> and the emotion and stuff that you sing with it that was really really quite stunning thank so you. thank you for oh, singing that for us I appreciate it I know I can't thank talk you. now I'm so sorry you guys are gonna have to play a song what are we uh, doing next make Cam make Cammy stop crying let's do something <laughs> happy <laughs> Uh, she humbly says it wasn't that. <laughs> She's sitting in a tiny, tiny room, and that came out of her. Come on, that was amazing. Love and happiness. Sure, let's do that. Love yeah. and happiness. That sounds upbeat. Yeah, it is. Hope <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, we have creatures. Yeah. Two, three, four. <laughs> 
And I didn't cry that time. I was dancing along with you guys. They just come alive when they are singing and playing. This is the Rogue Suspects uh, on Art on the Airwaves with Cammie Davis. And lead lead vocals were Shay Johnson, uh, Dirk Price on guitar and vocals, and then Greg Fredericks on bass, correct? You guys are amazing. And we also have Don Harris in the studio, but he does the piano and organ, and you should see... <laughs> I would love to have the piano fit in here with us. That would have been awesome. <laughs> he, is the, he is the keyboard player. So oh man! And, I, and, and actually, Don too is a music director for. He's going to be music director for a show we're doing uh, the end of this month uh, called uh, Night Train uh, to Memphis. Right? Yeah. And um, uh, Dirk and, and Don and I are in the show. And David Bowen. And David Bowen. We the rhythm section for the uh, the Memphis uh, uh, Soul uh, review, I guess, is what it would be. Mm-hmm. It's big, yeah. Yeah. thirteen, fourteen pieces. Thirteen piece band, three horns. Yeah. Oh five wow. Singers. Five singers. Yeah. And where's that at? 
at the Craterion. Oh, I saw that you guys were going to yeah. play at the Craterion. And that's three days, May 28th, 29th, and 30th. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So we have Shay here as well. For How much longer do we have, um, Shay? Just a couple seconds. Okay, so yeah. can we do one more really quick song or, or a cappella or one more little thing from Shay? Um, I don't think I have time. You don't have time? Yeah. But quickly tell me what your future goals are. Um, well, you know, I would love... I'm singing with Craig Chikiso, okay. who is the... Um, guitar player who was the guitar player for Jefferson Starship. Okay. And um, we still do a lot of those songs. He does his own jazz stuff as well in his shows, but um, I'm his lead singer and I sing all of his rock and roll songs from the 80s. So... Were you even born then? Uh, you know, I was born in the 80s. Okay, barely, barely. For a couple of years, uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, is so yeah, cool. Yeah, so, you know, I, we're going down to L.A. Um, we're doing the jazz festival, Newport, Newport jazz. jazz Festival. <laughs> yeah. It, it may be the biggest jazz festival in the country. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So yeah. that's the next thing that's coming up, um, and we'll see, Very you cool. know, where it goes from there. And are you going to be here for the one we were talking about, the In It to, what is this one called again, Defend the Win? Yes, yes. Are you yes. here? This Sunday for yeah, Defend the yeah, Wind. If people want to follow what you do specifically, do you have a website? I do. Yeah, okay. I have. Um, well, I'm on Craig Chikiso's website, so you can look there. I'm on the Rogue Suspects website. I'm on Facebook, and I have my own uh, Shay Band Facebook there, okay. so you can look me up under S H A E. Perfect. So. Thank you so much for for being here today, yes, Shay. Thank you. The world. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so Bye. Much. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. <laughs> somebody I take a pi- somebody take a picture of her for me, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bye, KSKQ sign. Kissing us goodbye. So we still have Greg Frederick and Dirk Price and Don Harris here in the KSKQ studios with Art on the Airways with Cami Davis. Um, what do we, you know, I wanted to actually ask some questions from you guys, um, that would be interesting to artists and entrepreneurs who are listening. And, and we, um, we talked about a few, um, about you guys making a living, doing what you love. If someone's listening and they, they want to figure out a way to make a living creatively, what suggestions do you guys have? Never give up. Never give up. I'm not sure if you guys can hear that. It's hard. It's, and it's very competitive, um, especially in this valley. Um, it's, it's There's very, a lot of talent in this valley, isn't there? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome how much talent there is here. It feeds your soul, too, I, as a creative person, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's amazing. You know, I always laughingly say the, the great thing about this valley is there's so many great musicians. The bad thing is there's so many great musicians <laughs> because um, um, there's, there's only so many venues to play. Right. Um, Interesting thing about this place, and I, I talk to other musicians around the country, um, this area, you can go see music, a lot of music, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. There's, there's two or three places every day that are yeah. having, and then the weekends a lot more. And um, the wineries have been a, a, a wonderful godsend for, for musicians who want to make uh, a living. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of open mics. Um, there's, you know, if someone is getting started, mm-hmm. the open mics are a great place to go. Um, uh, there's a lot of blues players in this area, um, uh, and a lot of people who over the years, you know, have always wanted to play, and, and blues are, are kind of a simple uh, uh, way to get into that. So there's the Blues Society. There's two of those here. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, they have open jams and those types oh, of things. Oh, very cool. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there's actually a lot of musical uh, 
um, things going on with the schools too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashland Schools has wonderful theater, musical theater that they do. There's TMTO, which is what is uh, that? That's um, um, uh, the musical. What's it? Musical Theater of Oregon, I think is what it's called. Teen, no, Teen Musical, Teen Musical Theater of Oregon. Oh, and they do they do most of their shows at the uh, at the Criterion. And my son is going to be in Peter Pan. He's nine. <gasps> what? <gasps> you have a nine year old son yes. who is following in your footsteps. Well, I have a daughter who's actually quite spectacular too. Really? And how old is she? She's sixteen, and she'll be going to University of Oregon next year on scholarships as a as a, a uh, music major. Serious? Oh my gosh! Does that make Dad proud? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Don. M, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, right here in the Valley, we have one of the, the biggest uh, online sensations. It's Don's daughter, M. Harris, who's uh, she's a Vine artist. Do you know what, what Vine is? That, no. They're, they're, well, you tell them. Yeah, oh, tell Vine, it, tell Vine us. is a six-second video. Oh, okay. That's what I thought of when you said that, and I was like, what? So what is she? She does she six seconds? tunes. In that six seconds, and she's got <gasps> no. over 350,000 followers. Now. I gotta go check her out. What, how do you spell her name? What is it? M H A R R I S S. So M Harris. Okay, I'm gonna go check yeah. her out. She's got a, an EP out on iTunes that's done very, very well for her. Wow. Well, for days there, she was competing with she Beyonce. Was, she was in the And how old is she? Is she just. She's 23. Okay, so she's just kind of she's starting out in, in with her music. And what are her goals for the future? Is she planning to stay in this area? Or she's well, I haven't talked to her about that. She's uh, been busy carving out a career um, on her <laughs> cell phone. Think she's doing pretty good at it. She does, she does commercial work. She gets invited to go do stuff in New York City. And oh, that is she's so been in New York, cool. I think, three times this year already. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, South by Southwest for Twitter. She was down there performing for those guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. So cool. Well, it's a whole new generation and a whole new new genre of, of performance. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, there there are the six-second pieces, but, you know, she's created a full album out of yeah. that yeah. shoe and so and there are a lot of artists who are who are, who are working in that in that uh, in that world mm-hmm. so there's a lot of ways for young people to to work in this valley and, yeah. and, and get started that's inspiring uh, to hear for people who were starting out that that your daughter got started out on the the vine thing was that her first like little success type of thing yeah i mean because that's so accessible to all of us even i did a couple of because uh, someone told me about vines i was like oh i'm gonna go try it it's actually pretty hard to make something six seconds long that's interesting enough because it loops it loops really fast so with our add society this is supposed to be like the thing and you know as someone who just turned 50 it was like oh that's going so fast for me but it was interesting it, it was a different genre i mean it's interesting for musician is a good way to build a fan base before mm-hmm. you do stuff like trying to release music out into the yeah it's a big big ocean out there of music yeah. and uh, so it's really good to uh, work on the fans first yeah you're interested in what you do before yeah. you try to ask them for money to make a record yeah stuff like that yeah well, I think that's one of the good things about the changes uh, with online, you know, and technology and stuff in our society is that it, being in a small area, it doesn't hinder us at all. Matter of fact, we have the the peace and quiet of not running from bus to taxi to you know, et cetera, all the time to where we can actually focus on our art. Well, there's a lot of problems that come out of this too, and 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 one of them, uh, the biggest one, and there's there's a lot of fights going on now about it with Spotify and 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 some of these organizations. Um, um, the uh, Pharrell tune, Happy, remember that? 
Oh yeah. Well, happy. Uh, yeah. Throughout. Right. Yeah. You know how much money that made online? Think about that. It was millions and millions of people saw. Oh yeah. I don't. I wouldn't know. Twenty-seven hundred dollars. No. Yeah. In the end. Uh, because of the way the systems are set up, the old music business has changed. Mm -hmm. And so, so much of the rules and the legislation around that mm -hmm. was, was legislation of things that happened actually in the 40s and 50s. Oh, really? And so it wasn't designed for a modern world. Yeah. And so there's very little out there to protect musicians. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, with Spotify and YouTube and a lot of the, these areas, they love it that you can send you'll send your music to them. Yes. And they'll give you point zero 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 one percent of uh, of a penny to get royalty statements that go to five decimal places. Yes. Oh Maryland, no. I've wondered about that though, actually. <laughs> so you know, so that world, that music world of of making a living from from um, records and CDs and that it's 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 not what it's cracked up to be yeah um uh, there's there are organizations that protect musicians ascap bmi and, and uh, mm -hmm. c c scan c scan c whatever it is Silver Canadian. yeah c sac c sac yeah and so they're there but their primary their primary purpose is to track uh plays for uh you know needle drops is what we call them mm -hmm. for for television films and those types of things. Yeah. So they don't they don't pay a whole lot of attention to, to what goes on and then most of the money that anybody does get paid uh, goes to uh, um, goes to the provider Spotify for instance makes mm -hmm. millions of dollars off of advertising. I've been wondering store. about this. I so how do music cuz that used to be how musicians made a living. They how don't that's make not a living anymore. Yeah. Not, so, yeah, not from that. Not yeah. from that. Yeah. So M is actually a great example. I mean a lot of people, I'm sure, are out there who could do wonderful six-second pieces. Mm -hmm. But M actually takes this and um, um, as a starting point, yeah, a starting point. Yeah. And and she works hours and hours a day to promote that. And so mm -hmm. the money that she's making, which is more than most people, I would think, in that in that genre, mm -hmm. uh, is from uh, personal appearances. Okay. Uh, she did some commercials for was it Ford or Dodge Chrysler. And so, three or four national campaigns. Yeah. Okay. And so it's 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 piggybacking on the back of of that celebrity and that yeah to do it, but that's not everyone's going to do that. Yeah. Well, I was wondering that, like, do if musicians like if the concerts were the money makers nowadays rather than the the tapes or CDs, but well, it used to be that you made an album and the money came from the album and you toured to support it. Mm -hmm. Now it's basically it's kind of flipped, um, and and most of the big tours these day, most of the tours that are out there today are big tours. These are Sting and Bette Midler, and, and yeah. these are these are the big artists who who uh, Tom Petty. You know, th these are the people that you can bank yeah, on. So it was all people that were around before uh, mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah, you know, uh, basically, it, there's a few. New ones, uh, yeah, that, that have, pop up, yeah, yeah, made their way in, but it's it's a totally different game. Yeah, it's interesting because we all like feed on music. I mean, maybe not everyone does, but it's pretty much everyone I know. I mean, I'm always looking for new songs, and I always have music on at my house. It's interesting that it's such a huge part of our lives, and yet it's so 
difficult for most musicians to well, you know, make I, a living you, at it. You have a lot of people who who um, who kind of live in the old days. And there's nothing like the music of the '60s and '70s. Right, right. But the truth of the matter is, there's more music today, great music today, yeah. than there's ever been. And great artists. I mean, um, when, still the same four chords. Still the same four chords. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's a, a lot of the um, um, a lot of what's there now um, um, couldn't exist back then. Yeah. You know, when we started playing, um, uh, we didn't have a lot of people to to copy. You know, there there were there were, there weren't there weren't you know the, there was a handful and, and very few uh, in the genres. You know, what happened in the '60s and '70s mm-hmm. was there were and '50s actually there was music that was created for the first time. We played with Bo Diddley, who called himself the architect of of uh, rock and roll, and you know what he was. You know, <laughs> well, nobody had ever played that groove that uh, you know the Bo Diddley groove. There, boom, boom. And nobody had ever had a rock and roll band with maracas. That's right. You know, you just and and everything from that point on, uh, just about was uh, it was just being invented right at the time. And that that's is the difference between the music now and the music then. Yeah, is when the Allman Brothers came out, nobody had ever heard anything like that. When Santana came out, nobody had ever heard mm-hmm. anything like that it was brand new and now almost no matter what you do you've heard something like it yeah you know so it's it's really hard to invent something that's going to be really musical that isn't derivative yeah what was happening that's, this well it's all been done before playing with these guys and playing in this band is we invent the songs yeah every single time we play them even though there's somebody else's tune like uh, the, the tunes that they just did the performance is never quite the same. And, no. uh, I, I, I'm and sad that we are running out of time. And, you know, they say that with art that everything's been done before. But I do think that each person has the ability to do it in their own way. And you guys definitely show that as well. I want to mention a few um, upcoming Art on the Airwave shows. On June 5th, I'm going to have Cheryl S. Williams in um, in the KSKQ studios. And Cheryl Williams ha- is an artist who has supported herself for 30 years selling her art. And so she's one of the most successful artists in the Rogue Valley. And a lot of people don't know of her because she's, you know, she well, she's busy working selling her art. She does a great job. On June 19th, I'm going to have Jennifer Pepin from the J. Pepin Gallery in the Pearl District in Portland on. That's going to be a really interesting interview. And then on July 17th, I'm going to have Canyon Webb from Off the Map Tattoo. And I am proudly sporting, oh, here, I'll put it on the video, proudly <laughs> sporting my my happy birthday to me 50th um, tattoo by Canyon Webb so I'm interested to talk to um, an artist who who makes a living in in a different type of way and then we'll have mu- local musician Darren Wayne on have you guys heard of him mm-hmm. yes yes yeah I like his stuff um, and then I want to mention really quick and then we have to go to a song I by the way if you guys have a certain song you want me to play I was choosing Folsom Prison um, is that a good one mm-hmm. okay so uh, third Friday uh, which is tonight Five to eight, the Rogue Gallery and Art Du Jour are open at the Rogue Gallery. There's Into the Woods in their main gallery. And then Millie Clark, which I love her abstract work. It is in the community gallery. And then tomorrow is Saturday. 
at South Stage Cellars. Uh, Randall Grealish is going to have The Way I See It. And 530 to 8, I know there's some munchies and there's some music involved. Uh, Daniel Kelly Jazz Trio is going to be playing. And I love Randall's art, and I don't get to see it often enough, so I'm really going to try to make that one myself. Uh, Rogue Suspects, thank you so much for coming on. It's such a joy. I want to have you guys back sometime, and I want Shay here the whole time. I cannot get enough of her voice. (laughs) So anyway, thank you so much for coming on, and we are going to send you guys out with Folsom Prison from the Rogue Suspects. I don't 